For today's podcast, it is time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you today, Dr. Smith? It's a great day. It's Valentine's Day. That's right, it is. So, <laughs> lots of excitement. We were just talking off camera about a lot of excitement in the air, especially our elementary schools. I was at an elementary school this morning, and a lot of kids were in pink and red and bringing things in for their friends. So, it's kind of a fun day. It is a fun day kind of what school's about. Exactly. So let's take a dive into last night's board meeting. Um, and we'll start as we always do with good news. Lots of things to lift. It's actually been three weeks since our last school board meeting as opposed to two, as it frequently is. And I think we've mentioned this earlier, but we are now enrolling for kindergarten. Can you believe that? First of all, it's already that time of year, but I love this picture of the excitement. But truly, if you have a child who's going to be first by August, who's going to be five by August 1st, um, know anyone like that, please encourage them. Reach out because we are starting the process now. They can actually enroll online here at the beginning of April. We're going to have open houses throughout the district, but definitely looking forward to welcoming another group of students and families. Couldn't emphasize that more. We are looking forward to welcoming your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew. Uh, we are ready. And, you know, I, I've i always said this, Dr. Smith, working in elementary schools, and you certainly spent a lot of time in there now that in your position you're in now. I, we see so much growth in every grade level. I don't know that we see more growth in any grade level, though, than kindergarten. It is truly amazing where they start and then when they end just the level of what they've learned and experienced. It really is an incredible year. It is, and it's a great igniter for future success. Definitely, definitely. So we'll keep moving through good news. Last night, we did want to shout out Cops Connecting with Kids. I don't know if there's another community in this country that has such an organization where you have schools and law enforcement and community donors working together really for 12 months to put this trip together uh, for students from several schools. They had a fantastic trip. And I just know from hearing from a lot of people that were down there, people who were from all over the country observing this thing and what in the world is going on here. And they were just stopping them and saying, we've never seen anything like this. And it's a life-changing event for us. Truly students. is. Truly is. And thanks to the donors, because it takes a lot of people in this community yes, working for a long time. So kudos to them. Uh, we're always, I feel like, lifting such great fine arts news. I, I know you commented last night, too. This is something I don't think you've heard of before, where Wrights High School had a first, second, and third place winner in the Young Artist Competition by the Evansville Philharmonic. I've been in this business a long time. I can never recall a time where one school had all three recipients of the Philharmonic Youth Artist Competition. Uh, that's unheard of. That's amazing. Much less for one school district to have all three students, but but for one school to have all three students, and these are high school students uh, that are at just the the peak of of their musicianship. Uh, for all high school students in this region, it's not just Evansville, it's Illinois, it's Kentucky. This is a big deal. <laughs> it is a very yes. big deal. Well, congrats to those students and to Wrights High School. Fine Arts News keeps coming, and last night we recognized, first of all, Middle School Honors Choir, as well as solo and ensemble, where over 100 students and 20 ensembles are going to advance to state. Then we also had a large group of students going to the Indiana Music Educators Conference, um, and these are middle school students, and boy, you talk about a lot of talent. That's great. Yes, and the 100 students that are going uh, to state basically are high school students. So we had over 1,300 entrants in the Indiana State School Music Association Middle School Solo and Ensemble Contest. Yeah. So I think that is an all-time record for us. Uh, certainly um, in the conversations that we've had, 
schools that were able to remain in session during the pandemic have actually seen enrollments continue to grow. Unfortunately, schools that shut down during the pandemic, they've really not rebounded in their fine and performing arts programs. Yeah, that's so, unfortunate. Once again, just a testament to her teachers and her families for keeping our schools open each and every day. And just one of the tangible benefits is our kids continue to thrive in our extracurricular programs. Absolutely. And I saw so many parents on social media just as I was going through posting. I'm such pride with their kids participating in solo and ensemble. That really is great. Um, and then last but not least, here we go. We always talk about what a great uh, opportunity this is or that we get to participate in each month. We had our February cause for applause. Our winner was Hannah Greathouse. She is a teacher at McCutcheonville Elementary School. And boy, did we ever hear a lot of accolades about her through the nomination process. We sure did. I joked that there was a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've ever received as many nominations for one individual as we have for Hannah, but what a deserving yes. uh, individual. And as I said during that assembly, uh, she represents each and every one of her 3,400 employees just as the exemplar for how we interact with our students yes. and our parents and the community. Um, and her passion. I mean, that's uh, so many of our employees have that, and it's always so impressive. But you can tell from those pictures, she is a passionate educator. Absolutely. And that took us through good news, and then we'll just move right into consent items, if you All will. Right. Sounds great. Let's jump in at item 3.02, which is consideration of the allowance of payments. Um, for this three-week period of time, it was $17.1 million, which really a little bit higher than typical, but we still have some of the 2022 payments that we encumbered and moved into 2023 that we were paying out in terms of invoices. Plus, these were uh, this period of time had two payrolls in it. So that's why that number is a little bit larger than it typically we would see. Moving on to item 3.03, consideration to prove the purchase of items from extracurricular accounts. So we had two items this time, a new podium for Central High School as well as risers for Oak Hill. And uh, Central is paying for the podium through their class of 22 account. So I know that seniors typically gift the school. Uh, and there's so usually a, a like on the podium, I assume there'll be a plaque or something for years to come. People yeah. will see this class. And then Oak Hill is purchasing their risers through their fundraising account. Then when we go on to item 3.04, consideration to approve grant proposals, just one grant this time around from Christina Greatencord, and we are applying to the Dollar uh, General Foundation grant. We have been blessed to receive this before. This is a competitive grant, and we will use this if it is awarded to us to help offset the cost of a teacher assistant in our infant and toddler classroom, of which we have many. Item 3.05, consideration to prove the purchase of iPads for kindergarten and first grade students. So we are going to purchase uh, nearly 1,700 iPads uh, to fill out uh, and really upgrade the current iPads we have. So if are, someone were to say, Dr. Smith, you mean your kindergarten and first graders, you get to use iPads? Your oh, absolutely. They do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. And it is amazing how proficient they are in yes. utilizing those Yes, devices. they utilize them frequently. Yes, they do. So this is uh, nearly half a million dollars, and we are going to pay for these new iPads with the Emergency Connectivity Fund, which was a federal grant. And then finally, under consent, item 3.06, consideration to approve vehicles uh, to be declared surplus. 
So this probably is not the kind of sales pitch that you want, but these are going to be auctioned off. And if you are so inclined to bid on a 1991 uh, GMC top kick with an accessor, <laughs> you, you can do so. Uh, it kind of has outlived the life useful life for us. So, uh, when pieces of equipment have reached the end of their useful life for us, then there is a process that we go through to have them declared as surplus. And then, uh, Wolf's auto auction is going to be handling the, uh, auction for all of these pieces of equipment. So we have four vehicles. We have several things that we use salt spreaders and a brine spreader. Um, we also have several snow plows, snow blowers, as well as some snapper rider lawnmowers. And, you know, I think these of. departments do an incredible job of truly maximizing the lifespan of all of this equipment, whether it's equipment, vehicles, what have you, to get what they've gotten out of these so that they don't have to continually purchase new ones is amazing. Right. But there does come a point in time, and there's certainly a process spelled out for then how we clean house, so to speak. Absolutely. Now, I'm an individual that had a snapper rider that was probably 30 plus years old and I'd throw a new motor on it, uh, put a new clutch in it. But if you have uh, a snapper rider that maybe needs just the new body or a replacement body, I think then these would be great uh, things where you can kind of salvage there some of them. There may be a use for some people. Uh, for these. You can maybe add some existing life to your, to your current all right. Snapper rider that may be 30 years old. Very good. And again, Wolf's Auto Auction taking yeah. care of this for us. So, well, that wraps up consent. And then we had personnel recommendations. So, uh, as we always say, those are there for your perusal and would encourage you to go in and take a look at uh, the personnel recommendations. And, and then it looks like last night we had five items under information. Yes. So, Stacy Mauser, our chief technology officer, brought uh, two of these forward. So, the firewall is really what I would call as the protector, mm -hmm. if you will, uh, kind of keeps uh, individuals out of our systems that really have no business being in them. So um, there was a bid that was put out, advertised, all of that. We had three vendors, uh, and then Stacy will bring uh, that to the board again two weeks from now uh, to have the board vote on uh, this particular contract. But she has all of this laid out. Uh, in terms of also the rubric and how that selection process then takes place. Can you answer this question, Dr. Smith, because frequent listeners may, they hear you talk about this a lot. What do you mean when you say out for bids, whether we're, whether we're talking about Stacy Mauser talking about firewall bids or whether it's Daryl Langermeyer talking about new roof, new carpeting, what have you? We use that term a lot, out for bid. Certainly. So because we're a public entity that uses public tax dollars, for our funding vehicle, whenever we go to purchase uh, basically materials, then and it's over a specific dollar amount, then we put things out for bid. So basically what that means is we will uh, advertise that we are seeking either this material, these services, or what have you. And with when we put out a bid, it has certain specifications. So you're going to see coming up um, consideration award the contract for Dexter Elementary School classroom finish flooring renovations. We actually get architects involved with that for them to to produce renderings, the drawings, and the speci specifications needed to remove the flooring that exists and then to lay down new flooring. So it's not just, hey, here's something that we got 
at a discounted price, and we're going to put that down because we think it's going to be sufficient for flooring. And I use that example because probably people understand flooring more sure. than perhaps a firewall. It has to meet our specifications for Absolutely. what we need in a project or right. service. So going back to technology, we are a very high consumer of technology. I think we're probably the largest entity around for wireless mm. uh, utilization instead of uh, hardwiring in your critical devices. A lot of ours uh, operate off of the wireless network. So because of that, there are certain things from the technology perspective that we we are very demanding of in, in terms of specifications. So let me move into item 5.02, which is consideration award the network infrastructure upgrade. So specifically, then this will be uh, hot. Well, let me see if I can. Yeah, so it's the network switches and the access points in our schools. Uh, so when we think of that, because we're a high user of that, it's not only coverage, so the wireless coverage within our buildings, but also we have to plan for the density of that coverage. For instance, when our students uh, will take, for instance, the iLearn test, we also need to know how many students are going to be in that classroom, and that's the density component. So it's not enough just to have coverage in the building. We also have to have sufficient coverage so that when I talk about the term density, every student can get on and not have issues with the wireless system. So then at 5.02, once again, this went out for bid according to the specifications that we put in the bid. This time we separated really, if you will, the, the uh, hardware and the installation of the hardware from the cabling because we thought we could get better pricing that way. And I think uh, the results of this uh, show that we actually were able to obtain better pricing. So once again, on these two information items, Stacy will come back to the board in the next board meeting and then ask for their approval. And as we have said many times, uh, Stacy, myself, all of our team is available to our board members to answer any question they may have. But once it shows up on this uh, board doc, uh, it has gone through countless hours of investigation, of work, to get it to a point in time to where we are confident in the recommendation that we're making to the board. And then we make certain that the board has an additional two-week period of time to answer any questions that they may have. And because at the end of the day, then the board can see, the public can see, the goods, the services, whatever it is that was out for bid, that everything's going to be covered according to specs for what we need Correct. and that we are getting the best price, the lowest bid. In other words, you as a superintendent just don't pick up the phone and call someone and say, hey, can you do this job like you would in the private world? Absolutely not. You're correct. Okay. All right. It's always interesting. And we do, we go through this almost, it seems like every board meeting yes, where we we're do. talking about some type of bid. So well, I think you've hit on 5.01, 5.02. That takes us to 5.03. So 5.03, consideration for the extended day care or extended day centers, I'm sorry, fees. So this would be our before school care and our after school care for students uh, kindergarten through sixth grade. And we have not increased pricing for five years, I believe. So this really just brings into line what community partners are charging sure. for similar services. 
Okay. And then you started to talk uh, in your example a little bit on 5.04, talking about Dexter Elementary's uh, floor renovation. Yes. So for Dexter Elementary, we're going to be replacing all of the carpet throughout the building. And that is quite an undertaking, especially in the classrooms, because everything in the classroom has to be moved out. Definitely. The old uh, flooring removed, the new flooring installed, and then everything has to be moved back in. So it really is a coordinated effort between the contractor and our custodial services. And um, so... Uh, Daryl will bring this back next time. The total amount uh, looks to be $217,600. So excited. Yes. Uh, Makes a big, big difference. The schools, he's been able to do several of our schools and makes an incredible difference. And there is a plan uh, to continue to do all that work. And that plan, once again, is developed through an audit system. Uh, We go out and audit all of our schools to see mechanicals, roofing, all of those things. Uh, because we have, as I've said before, about 5.1 million square feet under roof, and we want to make certain that we are very attentive to all of our schools. Yeah, most definitely. We take a lot of pride in that. And then one more item, it looks like. So this looks to be a rather simple task, but this is 5.05, consideration for the transition of the policy numbering system. So we are moving away from the the policy system that we had called NEOLA to the Anna School Board Association uh, policy uh, service that they provide. And we're just basically consolidating some policies that were somewhat redundant under our previous system and then renumbering them under the Indiana School Board Association policy service that they provide. And you can find all these policies uh, on our website, evscschools.com, if you're interested in seeing them. And actually, uh, they're on the board docs. As well, yes, yes. And this is really a, a... this, as you said, this is an ongoing uh, work process that to go through these. You just don't do this over the course of a week. That's for sure. That is correct. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, another good school board meeting last night, Dr. It was. Smith. Yeah. And again, just shout out one more time. If you've got a student that's ready for kindergarten, now's the time. Get that's them right. enrolled so that we can see them starting here when school resumes next school year. So thank you very much for taking the time with hey, us. Hey, thank you. Take care.